Today, I'm going to be talking about connecting with C-suite executives and selling into organizations and sharing with you a 10-step strategic approach. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Leverage Business Podcast, where we believe business success is about working smarter, not harder. Leveraging your time and expertise in ways that fit the digital age you and your clients live in today. I'm your host, Jay Allison, author of Leverage Consulting in the Digital Age and founder of the iSuccess Business Academy. And every episode, I'll be sharing insights into how you can apply the power of leverage to grow your consulting, coaching, or other expert services business and create true freedom and independent success with mindset, marketing, and money model breakthroughs. Because when you get leveraged, the sky's the limit. Let's go for it. Hi, welcome everybody. It's good to have you here. And today we're going to be talking about one of the most challenging things about B2B marketing and sales, and that's how to get in front of the C-suite executives when you're selling into an organization, as well as how to prepare, what to say, and how to close the deal. As a business leader or sales professional, connecting with C-suite executives and selling into organizations can be a challenging task. It requires a strategic approach that goes beyond just pitching products and services. The C-suite is a group of high-level executives who are responsible for making strategic decisions for an organization. They have a significant impact on the direction of an organization and the allocation of resources and budget. Historically, it's been difficult to involve the CEO, the CFO, or even the chief technology officer, the CTO, early in the sales process or at all. Most CXOs delegate the research and screening of external providers to their internal team and they only intervene to confirm a suggestion at the conclusion of a negotiation. But the COVID-19 epidemic has somewhat upset the apple cart and C-suite executives are now proactively seeking out strategic opportunities to manage change and improve business performance. This has made it far easier for sales professionals and business owners, service providers, consultants, coaches like yourself to get in touch with a C-level decision maker. A study performed by Chorus.ai on more than 500,000 recent sale meetings held by more than 100 of their clients across 10 key sectors provides compelling evidence for this. Compared to their involvement in January and February of 2020, CXO engagement in purchasing decisions has increased by an average of 86% since April. This brings a lot of opportunities for connecting with C-suite executives and selling into organizations. The following key levers that I'm gonna share with you provide you with some inroads for successful outreach and consistent success. In this episode, which you can also read as an article if you want some of the facts written down, there's no need to take notes. We're going to explore 10 key levers for success in connecting with C-suite executives. And these center around understanding their strategic priorities and tailoring your pitch to meet their needs. We'll also look at some of the common mistakes that service providers and even trained sales professionals make when trying to sell into organizations and provide actionable steps for success. So the first lever, number one, is to research your target market. C-suite executives are typically focused on strategic priorities such as growth, profitability, and market share. 
By understanding these priorities, you can better position your products or services and programs to meet their needs. This requires a deep understanding of the industry and the competitive landscape. The next step in selling into an organization is to identify your target market and the key decision makers. That probably sounds obvious, but you'd be surprised how surface many people are about this important step. A lot of my clients think they did a great discovery call and gathered all the necessary information. Wrong. Most completely missed some of the key questions around needs, budget and urgency. They also often don't explore the cost of inaction with the person, which can really highlight the implications of not moving forward. When preparing to meet with members of the C-suite, you must take your market research and sales preparation to the next level to ensure a productive discussion on both sides. Research and analysis will really help you understand the organization's structure, priorities and challenges. By doing your homework, you can better tailor your pitch to the needs of the organization and the specific decision makers. Before connecting with the C-suite, here's the homework we do. One, identify organizations that fit your target market and create a pipeline spreadsheet to capture the key info and track your outreach. Two, research the company's history, products or services and the industry. It will also help you develop a personalized approach that demonstrates your understanding of the organization. Three, once you have your pipeline list, you can sort and rank according to how well they fit your criteria. So you prioritize your outreach efforts. And four, next, you're going to want to look at their structure to identify an appropriate department and roles to get to a named C-suite contact. So how do you go about all this market research and planning? Well, in today's digital age, it's easy to find information about your target market. You can use online resources such as company websites, LinkedIn and social media to get an idea of the company's culture, structure and goals. This research will help you develop your pitch and better understand who to connect with in the C-suite and how to build a rapport with them. To take this a step further, you need to understand the priorities of the C-suite. The C-suite is responsible for making strategic decisions that impact the organization's direction, as I said earlier. So they've got priorities on their mind, such as growth, profitability and market share performance improvement and efficiency. The second key lever is to understand the buying process in an organization. You need to understand the stages of the buying process, who's involved and what their priorities are. This is gonna help you tailor your approach at each stage of the decision-making process and demonstrate your value along the way. To successfully sell to an organization, you need to identify the key decision makers. These are the individuals who have the power to make purchase decisions. You need to identify who they are, what their priorities are, and how they make these decisions. Most organizations will have procurement policies and financial regulations that determine the threshold for buying services. And so if your proposal comes in above their threshold, they may have to take a different approach. So it's useful to know, as far as you can, what those thresholds look like. And it can vary drastically from sector to sector. You want your proposal with your pricing to look favorable as far as the time frame of the contracting process is. 
If you're speaking with a functional head in the first instance, it's a great opportunity to ask them these questions about their annual planning cycle, budgeting and procurement processes. The trick is to get the C-suite talking. Ask lots of open questions. Get super curious to learn and understand rather than pitch and persuade. If C-level executives are chatting more, it shows you they're engaged and attentive to the problem and or your proposition. Make sure you don't aim all your questions at the C-suite. Get the perspectives of others around the table too. Particularly the person who was your initial contact. Have them feel heard and their opinion valued as part of your argument, drawing on any earlier email exchanges or calls. By asking lots of why questions and learning what's worked well, not so well, what the impact of solving their issue would be on the business, you'll learn really valuable information about the C-suite objectives, objections and decision criteria. This really informs how you present the final recommendations, your proposal or your pitch. Building a good relationship with decision makers is critical to your success. It involves developing a rapport, trust and mutual respect over time and demonstrating your expertise and value. An initial contact may be achieved through networking, attending industry events and providing value through your communication with individuals in the key roles relating to your service program or product. Typically, if you're in the coaching business, your key contacts likely to be part of the human resource directorate responsible for organizational development, professional development, including leadership and management. If you're in the consulting business, it may vary depending on the specific areas of expertise, such as technology and IT, finance, operations, education, customer services, and so forth. Depending on the size of the organizations you're targeting, this could fall under one C-suite's responsibility or a divisional manager. And if you work with small to medium-sized businesses, you might find that that's more likely the case. The third lever for connecting really well with C-suite executives is to use personalization in your outreach to drive getting sales calls. Personalization in your outreach may make a significant difference in your success. By personalizing your communication, you can demonstrate that you understand the organization and the major concerns of the individual you're reaching out to. You can personalize your outreach by doing the following. Addressing the recipient by name, referencing their company or industry, highlighting their specific pain points and challenges, offering a solution that meets their specific needs. By personalizing your outreach, you establish a connection with the C-suite and increase the likelihood of getting a meeting. It's far more likely to have a good result than if you send a very generic message that could have been sent to anyone. Don't expect if you send a PDF or a link to your website that the person will look, you know, people aren't that curious unless you give them a reason to you'll have a much greater chance of convincing a C-level executive to look at a proposal or approve a proposal if you're able to talk clearly about how your service solves a critical business problem and produces bottom line benefits. But first, you have to get them to the table, whether in person or on a virtual meeting. According to the Chorus.ai report, 
70% of C-suite executives participate for economic rather than technical reasons. There may be no better competitive advantage you can provide right now for CFOs than the opportunity to produce a big return on investment fast. And the data also indicates that in the small to medium-sized business sector, CEOs are three times more likely than mid-market or enterprise CEOs to attend a buying decision meeting. One way to increase the chances of a C-suite executive agreeing to a meeting with you is to set out a detailed agenda and send it out along with your invitation. To be honest, failing to take this most basic step can be the difference between getting a foot in the door or having it slammed in your face. Why would someone participate in a call if they've not really got a clear idea of what it's about? A clear agenda not only helps to set up their expectations, but also allows them to feed their ideas and objections into the process from the outset so you can go in prepared. So let's look at number four, the fourth key lever for connecting with C-suite executives. And that is to spend time preparing for a productive meeting. Once in the meeting, you'll want to quickly establish a connection with the C-suite and show you're committed to their organizational success. To create rapport and build a relationship, you'll need to do the following. First, be respectful and courteous at all times. Be providing value up front. Be honest and transparent. Be authentic and empathetic. And then establish a connection. One effective way to establish a connection is by starting with a common ground, something you both care about or something that both parties are passionate about. For instance, if you're both passionate about sustainable living, you can use that to create a bond. But beyond that, it's really about showing that you understand the industry and the landscape and the challenges that businesses and organizations are facing. When using a slide deck or data or other presentation materials, be sure to tailor the content and approach according to who's in the room. The C-suite functions are your guide here. CEOs and CFOs are primarily concerned with how their teams can save money, be more productive and generate more income. As financial decision makers, they tend to prefer and spend way more time viewing live demos than looking at slides. On the other hand, CTOs, CIOs, and CISOs, the information, the technology people, they're much more concerned with dependability, flexibility, security, and compliance. Even if you think your meeting is with a middle manager, not the C-suite, C-level execs have a funny habit of showing up when you least expect it. A recent sales meeting data analysis by Chorus.ai again reveals that actually happens 10% of the time. That's a lot. So go in expecting them to attend so that you don't feel ambushed. The alternative is to have your main contact person bring the decision maker into the meeting. But again, an agenda is critical here. So they're not just present, they're leaning in, curious and interested in the opportunity you're bringing to the company. If the prospect of selling to the C-suite makes you nervous, 
it's useful to remember that when you involve the C-suite directly in the buying process, your win rates improve dramatically. And trust me, it gets easier. Just relax in the belief that you can really help. And it goes a long way towards a productive discussion. If you have the decision maker in the meeting and you're prepared, it can save you a whole lot of time and resource chasing, getting ghosted and feeling rejected. One way or another, at least you'll have a definite yes, no, or maybe later. So the fifth key lever is to communicate the value of your products and services. Understanding the organization's strategic priorities, pain points and challenges is going to help you pitch your products or services to meet their specific needs. Doing your due diligence in the market research phase is going to help you connect the value of your products and services with what matters most to the organization and its strategic leadership. To connect with C-suite executives as well as what they value most, it's essential to understand their language. You need to speak to them in their terms, understand their strategic goals and how they articulate them, and provide evidence of how your product or service will help them achieve those goals. For instance, if the C-suite is focused on growth, you can emphasize the potential increase in revenue or market share that your product or services can provide. By understanding their priorities and tailoring your message to those priorities, you can make a compelling case for your product or service. Tailoring your presentation or pitch to the organization's needs is another critical lever for your success. This requires a deep understanding of the organization's challenges and the specific pain points of the C-suite responsible for the area you work in. When communicating the value of your products or services, you need to demonstrate how they are going to help the organization achieve its strategic priorities and overcome its challenges. You can't leave them to infer the connection. To effectively communicate the value of your products or services, you need to build a compelling business case. A compelling business case can be the difference between success and failure. You can use the following approaches to communicate the value of your product, service, or program. One, highlight key features and benefits. Provide relevant case studies. Highlight your competitive advantage and demonstrate your expertise in this area. The key is to make your message clear, concise, and compelling. By communicating the value of what you deliver, you can make a persuasive argument for why they should invest in your offering. Highlighting your expertise and experience is critical to building trust and credibility with decision makers. It requires a strategic approach that goes beyond just listing your credentials. It involves you demonstrating a deep understanding of the industry and the specific challenges faced by the type of organization that you're talking to. Your expertise is a big part of your value proposition and you can share this either before or after you talk about your specific offer. The sixth key lever for connecting with C-suite executives is to be prepared for objections. When selling to the C-suite it's common to face objections. That doesn't mean you did a bad sales pitch or a sales presentation. These objections can be due to budget constraints, 
existing contracts or a lack of perceived value. It's an opportunity to fill in any gaps. So be prepared for the kind of questions or objections that might come up and have responses that demonstrate how you, your team, your approach or your product or service itself can overcome them. Being prepared for objections and questions is critical to success in selling into organizations, but it requires a strategic approach that goes beyond memorizing clever answers. It involves anticipating what's likely to come up for them and developing thoughtful responses that address the specific concerns of these key decision makers. Using case studies and testimonials is a powerful way to build credibility with decision makers and mollify objections or concerns. Not only are you able to present evidence and data, it also allows you to tell compelling stories that demonstrate how your products or services have helped other similar organizations achieve the same kind of goals. Now we're on to key lever number seven, and that's to demonstrate thought leadership. Demonstrating thought leadership can help you stand out from your competition. By providing insights and knowledge on industry trends and challenges, you can establish yourself as an expert in your field. This can help you build credibility with the C-suite and demonstrate the value again of your products or services. When connecting with C-suite executives for the purpose of selling into their organization, you can bet they're gonna look you up. They'll be looking at whether you're established, credible, and different to other providers whether you have a unique approach to achieving the results that they're looking for. Beyond having a decent website and presence on professional networks like LinkedIn, you can demonstrate thought leadership by doing one or more of the following. Writing articles or blog posts, speaking at industry events, offering webinars or workshops, and providing case studies and testimonials for clients that have worked with you. The eighth key lever to connecting with C-suites is to prepare a compelling data-driven pitch. Preparing a compelling pitch is essential to your success. You need to develop a presentation, a key signature talk if you like, that highlights the value of your product or service and demonstrates how it can contribute to the organization's strategic priorities. This requires a deep understanding of the organization's needs and priorities. To build a compelling business case, you also need to address a few of the elements I mentioned earlier, including understanding the decision-making process, understanding the metrics that are important to the C-suite, quantifying the value of your product or service, and providing a return on investment analysis. Using data to support your pitch can be a powerful way to evidence the likelihood of a successful outcome. And case studies of past work with similar client projects or problems does demonstrate the value of what you deliver. You need to collect and use data that demonstrates the impact your product or service can have on the organization's strategic bottom line. This can help you make a very persuasive argument for why they should invest in your offering all about return on investment. For the meeting itself, just because you might have booked an hour, you don't have to fill it. If you send your slide deck or demo in advance, the key group, including the C-suite, are able to look at it 
and chances are you can dive more quickly into questions. You'll spend time on the areas or concerns they're most interested in discussing. Finishing early can be helpful to you than taking up the whole time because it gives all the participants on the buying side a chance to discuss the output of the meeting in real time, right after your exit. When that happens, they will be more likely to remember the key points of your presentation, leave the meeting with positive feelings because they got back some time in their day, and perhaps they've moved towards a decision. Key lever number nine, follow up and maintain relationships. Following up and maintaining relationships is so critical. And after making the initial connection, you need to follow up and continue to provide value to the organization. You need to keep the lines of communication open and demonstrate that you're committed to helping the organization achieve its goals. This requires persistence and a willingness to go the extra mile. That doesn't mean pestering, it means continuing to give value until you're absolutely clear that you're on the same page. Staying in touch is an important part of the relationship building process and will most definitely help you with closing deals. Again, you need to take a strategic approach that goes beyond just sending emails or phoning up. It involves developing a plan for regular communication and showing that you're committed in an ongoing way to the organization's success. Sometimes you might want to drop in some interesting articles you found that are pertinent to the discussion you've had or support the business case for the intervention you're proposing. Here's a few suggestions for how to follow up in an effective way. You can send a personalized email or message, offer additional information or insights, schedule a follow-up call or meeting, and share relevant industry news or trends. By maintaining the relationship, you can increase the likelihood of future sales and establish yourself as a valuable partner to the organization. And finally, key lever number 10 is to continuously refine your strategy and approach. It's essential to do this and to really take on board the feedback as well as the results that you're getting. This requires a strategic approach that goes beyond just sticking to what's worked in the past. It involves staying up to date on industry trends and best practices and continually looking for ways to improve your consultative sales process. So to successfully connect with C-suite executives and sell into organizations, I'm a real advocate for taking this strategic approach. These 10 steps hopefully will help you to steer the process from positioning through to pitching. It will require persistence and patience, but the rewards can be substantial if you're going after significant and large contracts. By doing your homework, you're better equipped to come across as credible and align the value of your products or services with how you can help organizations achieve their strategic priorities and drive growth for the organization. This includes researching your target market, understanding the priorities of the C-suite, using personalization in your outreach, understanding the buying process in an organization, building a relationship with decision makers, setting up for a productive meeting, tailoring your pitch, and communicating the value of your products or services, preparing for objections, 
demonstrating thought leadership, building a compelling business case, and following up and maintaining relationships. By implementing these strategies, you can build strong relationships with decision makers and drive sales and growth for your own business. So I hope that's been helpful. That gives you a process and a bit of structure to some of the preparation as well as the presentation that you can do with the C-suite executives. As usual, let me know if you have any questions. You can submit them on the podcast site at jallison.com forward slash podcast forward slash QA or you can drop me an email. Take care for now. Ciao, ciao. Thank you for listening to the Leverage Business Podcast. Want to create leverage in your business? Did this episode provide some insights and ideas to be thinking through? If so, subscribe so you get alerts when the next one's released. If you want to learn more or would like help and support with building a leveraged business that achieves true freedom for you, then head over to jallison.com forward slash podcast to find all the resources and links that go with this show on my website and to join our iSuccess community. And if you're enjoying our content, it would be great if you could pop into Apple Podcasts or the app you listen from and leave me a rating and review. Everyone makes a difference to improving our rankings. So thank you if you've done that already. I appreciate you. So hey, that's it. Thank you for listening. I hope you've loved this episode and have some great takeaways to be thinking through. I wish you a pleasant, productive and profitable week. And I'll see you again next time for another episode of the Leverage Business Podcast.